you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. What is up? Welcome to the Friday edition of NFL Fantasy Q&A. I am Marcus Grant. That is Michael F. Florio. We got the specialists over there, a cast of dozens that help us put this show together. We appreciate you. Appreciate all your help. We appreciate you out there watching and listening to this as well. Of course, this is a show dedicated to giving you what you want. You can send us your questions on the Twitter machine at NFL Fantasy. We will do our best to give you some resolution. You have Q's. We have A's. LFG. Florio's here sporting his Mets jersey because you know, while we do talk football, there are other things happening in the world, and the New York Metropolitans are beginning their quest for their first World Series title in almost 40 years. Yeah, I have yet to see them win a World Series in my <laughs> lifetime. Uh, this is their first playoff game since 2016. I was at the last one, uh, hoping for better results tonight, though. We will see what happens. Uh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm guessing that was noted Dodger fan Randy that uh, pushed the buzzer <laughs> on that one. Hey, look, we, we Dodger fans, we get to chill for a few days before we have to stress out or you anything. You get to enjoy your weekend. We do. We get to enjoy the weekend. I mean, aside from all the fantasy stress that we're going to have. But uh, <laughs> that gets us to what happened last night. There was a football game that was played. It wasn't pretty. 
We put together some fantasy numbers for it. The Colts, who looked miserable, were somehow less miserable in the end than the Broncos. They pulled out a 12-9 win in overtime. I was asking if 12-12 was a scoregami. I still don't have an answer to that. But here are the fantasy numbers. Matt Ryan gave you just over six points. Deion Jackson playing in relief after Naheem Hines went out incredibly early with a concussion, and hopefully he is okay. But Deion Jackson, if you somehow started him, got you 13 fantasy points. Chase McLaughlin was your high scorer in this game, the kicker with 16 points. On the Broncos' side, Russell Wilson, a miserable night. Just over nine fantasy points for him. Melvin Gordon got you 13-plus fantasy points. And Cortland Sutton, almost 12-and-a-half fantasy points. But... The big story out of that game was Russell Wilson. The Broncos got into the red zone a number of times, couldn't punch it into the end zone, and then sort of the last image we saw from that game was Russell Wilson trying to force one into Cortland Sutton, not getting it there. The game ends, and a lot of questions are asked. A lot of folks are upset. People on our own network are having serious conversations about Russell Wilson. You've probably seen the clip by now. It has gone viral. For us... The big question is, what is going on with Russ five weeks into the season now? Is he still startable in fantasy? Uh, I do not think he is startable in fantasy football right now. And it, it, it stinks because last week we were in on Russell Wilson. He had a great game, 27 and a half fantasy points. But outside of that game, he has now scored 11 or fewer fantasy points in three of four. So that is really rough. And I... I Look, Russ is not playing well at all, but I want to give Russ at least somewhat of the benefit of the doubt because I think this is a lot on the coaching staff as well. Like, the one long ball to Cortland Sutton, he was legitimately fighting his own teammate for the ball. Like, why are two of your receivers running routes to the exact same point on the field? It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Russ is running a little bit more, which I like. I'm not ready to drop him yet, Marcus, uh, but I I would be very hard-pressed to get him in my starting lineup. I can't really imagine how you start him the one good game he had was in the best matchup he's had against the Raiders everything else has been awful the long throw you're talking about that was just a fire drill in general because you had an official that was in the way you had two defenders there you had two players for the Broncos basically fighting each other for the football <laughs> it was awful you saw in the highlights there a lot of missed throws overthrows, throws behind guys receivers in the wrong place and what was telling to me about this was at the end of that game, I mentioned the throw to Sutton that gets knocked down. It's incomplete. The Broncos lose. And then uh, a clip you saw afterwards was K.J. Hamler slamming his helmet repeatedly in the yeah. end zone. That, to me, didn't look like the frustration of a guy who just had a bad game. That looked to me like a wide receiver who has been doing this for five weeks now, not to mention however many practices they've had together. And this offense still isn't coming together. They're still not getting things done. That looked like a month's worth of frustration coming out from K.J. Hamler and not just, hey, we didn't score a touchdown. We only scored nine points. It was bad tonight. That, that just felt different to me. And it sort of makes me wonder now, if we aren't starting Russell Wilson – what are we doing with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy? K.J. Hamler's not – unless you're playing in a, an incredibly deep league, you're not starting K.J. Hamler. But Sutton and Judy are guys that people are starting across most fantasy leagues. Can we have confidence with them now if we have zero confidence in their quarterback? 
Uh, I, I think we can have confidence in Cortland Sutton. He still has double-digit fantasy points in every game this year, which shows that he has a safe floor. We haven't seen him quite yet break 20, um, but in the three games before last night, he was over 16 fantasy points. Like That, I think, is worth still getting in your lineup because I still do think there's untapped upside with Cortland Sutton there. Jerry Judy's been the one that's more up and down, and... I, I think Jerry Judy at this point is someone that you can just bench moving forward until we see better days ahead. And part of what I'm so concerned about with this offense is what made Russ great in Seattle was not what he would do with the design play call, but what he would do after when he would extend the play, get out of the pocket with his legs, scramble, find Lockett or DK downfield. Like that's where so much of the fantasy production was coming from. And now Russ is just taking the snap and like within two seconds, he's getting rid of the ball. So if he's not extending plays with his legs, I think that that takes away value from him, but also from these two receivers who we were anticipating could get open with that at a time and win downfield. On top of that, this has become a very short passing game, a very mm -hmm. condensed field offensively for this team. Part of what was great about Russ was that he was not only not afraid to throw the deep ball, he was very good at it. It's part of what made DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett so attractive in fantasy. Right now, this is very much a short passing game, which is sort of bad on its own. It's even worse when you look at last night, they were in a lot of third down in very long situations, third and 10s, third and 12s, third and 15s. And you've got Russ throwing these dump offs or these short underneath passes, that's just not going to get it done for the Broncos. It's certainly not going to get it done for your fantasy team. So it is a mess right now in Denver. I'm sure there are a lot of questions being asked. As somebody who doesn't have a rooting interest, I would love to just listen to Denver Sports Talk Radio <laughs> for the next couple of days and see how things go. They got a long time to think about it, too, because their next game isn't until next Monday night. Ooh. So they've got more primetime Russ, more primetime Russ. What could uh, go wrong? I believe it's against the Chargers. I don't know if that's that, here at yeah. SoFi or if it's in Denver. I have to check the schedule. But at least half of that, that game is Half of it seems interesting. We'll <laughs> see if the Broncos can fix their problems before next Monday night. Let's get to some of your questions because this is the question and answer show. So to the Twitter machine. This one from Christian asking, should I start CD or Olave this week? So CD Lamb or Chris Olave, what is it for you? I, I like both a good amount, but I think CeeDee Lamb is the play here. He's been getting double-digit targets every week from Cooper Rush, and, and I think it's a really good matchup for him as well. I think it's a very good matchup, which is not what I thought I would be saying when I saw the Rams on the schedule. Yeah. But the Rams secondary is getting beat up, and right now all the talk has been for L.A. about what's going wrong with the offense, what's up with Matthew Stafford, and that's sort of papering over the fact that the Rams secondary has been giving up big games to wide receivers week in and week out. See Debo Samuel last week running <laughs> willy-nilly through the entire Rams defense on his way to a touchdown. So there it is, Christian. We both go with C.D. Lamb in that one. Next one up, this one coming from Liam. To field James Robinson against Houston or Khalil Herbert against the Vikings? Which one are you going with? James Robinson. I, I, I know James Robinson is coming off of a down game where he kind of split the work with Travis Etienne. 
I truly believe that was just because of the weather conditions. It was really sloppy conditions, bad rain. And this is a player that's still less than a year removed from rupturing his Achilles. So I think they were playing it safe there. I still expect Robinson to lead, be the lead back. And there's no matchup better for running backs. There the really Texans. isn't a better matchup for running backs than the Houston Texans. So I go James Robinson as well. The other thing about Khalil Herbert is... David Montgomery did get in a limited practice on Thursday. We'll see what he does on Friday. But if Montgomery is able to come back this week, then that does mean fewer opportunities for Khalil Herbert. I know James Robinson is splitting, but he is more the lead back there in Jacksonville where Herbert is the number two back in Chicago. All right, we've got that out of our system. Woosa. <laughs> Hopefully everything's going to be all hunky-dory the rest of the show. Hunky-dory, that's not a word people use. Anyway, we're going to talk some sleepers coming up after the break and then more of your questions. Stick around for more of the Fantasy Q&A show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have... Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't know what you think, and this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
enriches your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Let's talk about some guys that deserve a little bit more hype for the weekend. Who you got, Florio? Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers here. And uh, last week, I I was just kind of like, I think they're going to give him more playing time. And and it came to fruition, which... Uh, I, I love to see, but what I love even more is the change of quarterback because Mitch Trubisky just wasn't throwing downfield enough. He he just wasn't the guy, at least with Kenny Pickett, there'll be ups and downs, but I, I think he'll be more aggressive and Pickens was his top target. I know it's a very small sample size of just 13 pass attempts against the Jets last week, but five of them went to George Pickens. I'm not saying he's the new wide receiver one here. I still think that's Deontay Johnson, but I think opposite of him, he could get a lot of work. Pickett to Pickens might be becoming a thing there in Pittsburgh. Pickett to Pickens in Pittsburgh. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle peppers. (laughs) My sleeper for week five is Ryan Tannehill, and I've sort of been riding this train. This is, I will admit, a little bit of a personal wish because I have a league where I've been starting Ryan Tannehill after I lost Trey Lance, and the matchups have continued to be good, and Tannehill has taken advantage of them. I don't think you can count on Ryan Tannehill weekly to go out and get you 20 to 25 points. That's just not who he is. But if he can get you in the neighborhood of 18 to 20, you have to feel good about that. And the commanders are a matchup where he can certainly do that. You see, he's uh, the Washington team has allowed 10 touchdown passes this season, tied for the most in the NFL. And Tannehill is doing it by spreading the football around. Yes, Robert Woods is getting more involved. Derrick Henry has been very much involved. Guys like Kyle Phillips are involved. Uh, Chigo Okonkwo, I think I said that right, uh, is getting Kudos involved. To you. So they're, they're spreading it around. And Ryan Tannehill is taking care of the football. He's not making big mistakes. So... Certainly a 2QB league, he's very startable, but I think even in 12-team leagues, he has sleeper potential this week. Especially with a whole bunch of quarterbacks that we thought we were going to be able to trust just like not playing well this year. If you have been rolling with Stafford, if, you, you know, if you've been rolling with Russ and hopefully didn't start him last night, uh, Ryan Tannehill might be your guy. Just saying. Let's get to some more of your questions from the Twitter machine. As I said, you can always tweet us at NFL Fantasy. We try to answer some here. But in the meantime, the ones we don't get to, we make Aaron do that because he doesn't (laughs) eat broccoli. So let's get to some questions from you all. Jared wants to know, no way I take the chance on dropping either Brady or Rodgers for golf, right? Right? Two, Two 
of the best people to ever play the quarterback position. I would be holding on to Tom Brady right now. His weapons around him are getting healthy. He's angry off the field. Uh, I would be dropping Aaron Rodgers, though, for Jared Goff because Rodgers, I think this is just who he is by design. Like, the Packers are relying on their run and the defense and picking their spots with Aaron Rodgers. It's not like he's putting up the numbers he has been the last two years. And, Marcus, you were just talking about Tannehill. I would play him over Rodgers this week as well. Ooh, I don't think you're wrong. I, I'm with you, though. I think you hold Brady. I think you can drop Rodgers in favor of Goff. One of the best things that Jared Goff has going is that the Lions' defense is awful. And as long as they're giving up points, Jared Goff is going to have to throw the football. As you mentioned with Rodgers, the Packers are content to run it, to play good defense, and then ask Rodgers to make plays when they need him to in the passing game. But they don't have to rely on him to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game to be successful offensively. So I think this is sort of what it is. So here it is. Cal quarterback on Cal quarterback violence. We're dropping <laughs> Aaron Rodgers for Jared Goff. This one from Joe who asks, Robert Woods or Curtis Samuel this week? I don't think there's a wrong answer I don't think here. so either. I, I like both of these two. Both of their matchups, they're playing each other, and these are two defenses that are both in the top four in fantasy points allowed to receivers. I'll go with Curtis Samuel uh, just because he's been the top target for Carson Wentz uh, each game this season, and he, he gets used in the running game as well. But again, I, I have these two ranked very closely. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. So you're going Curtis Samuel. I'm going Robert Wood, so you get zero help from us, Joe. <laughs> like I told talked about with Ryan Tannehill it's a very very good matchup against Washington in the first four weeks of the season Washington has allowed a wide receiver to go for a hundred yards and or a touchdown of those four receivers they've all finished in the top 20 in that given week three of them have finished in the top eight so I think Robert Woods who right now is leading in target share especially with Traylon Burks injured I think Woods gets a whole lot of opportunity and I think it's another good week for him it's another good week for wide receivers against the commanders one last one here this one from Rail Damian Harris or Ezekiel Elliott this week at running back in a full PPR at any point in the last couple of years this would have been crazy but I'm right. going with Damian Harris here uh I, like Damian Harris gets the Lions, who we continue to tell you, you play your fantasy players going against them. And the Lions have struggled against the run. They're in the top two in fantasy points allowed to the position. And it's something that you keep talking about, Marcus. Like, they like to go to Damian Harris when they get near the goal line. And they're going to have to score points to keep up with the league's top offense. So, I, I think Harris scores a touchdown this week. Scoring a touchdown in 13 of the last 15 games is not... A fluke that is by design so I like Damian Harris this week as well just for an added bonus for anybody who has him Ramondre Stevenson also yeah. in play against the Detroit Lions this week I know we were very high on Bailey Zappi that was sort of our spicy take of the week but still I don't think they're going to try to put the game in Zappi's hands on purpose so I think Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson very much in play Monday Night Football this week is the Las Vegas Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. And a lot of interesting fantasy pieces on both sides in this game. So we'll look at some guys on both teams for the Raiders. Uh, who do you have your eye on this week? Uh, I'm going to look at Josh Jacobs here for the, the Raiders because... 
Jacobs is a player that both of us have kind of taken the time to apologize to in recent <laughs> weeks. Uh, we knew that he would get a lot of work on the ground, and that has been the case. But what I like is in the, each of the last two games, at least five targets. They're just throwing him the ball more. And I don't anticipate that changing this week against the Chiefs, who have struggled against running backs all year. But also we know their offense can put up a lot of points. So I think the, the Raiders are going to be throwing a lot. All of our preseason fears about Zamir White or Brandon Bolden coming and taking all this work have been pretty unfounded. It has been the yeah. Josh Jacobs show for Las Vegas. Happy to see it. I'm looking at Devontae Adams because, well, I mean, it's Devontae Adams. But the last couple of weeks, it's been sort of up and down for Devontae there with Las Vegas, partially because... Derek Carr is spreading the football around, but you see a 32% target share, fourth highest in the league. He is still getting his looks, getting his opportunities, and it feels like this is a week where they are going to need him. The Raiders are going to have to score points to stay in this game with the Chiefs, and sure, Mac Hollins has been a nice piece, and it, it looks like Hunter Renfro is trending toward playing, but this offense is still going to need number 17 to have big weeks in order to survive. And I think this is going to be a week where you see Derek Carlin heavily on Devontae Adams. On the flip side, for the Chiefs, who are you looking at? I'm going to stick with the running back theme there. I'm going to look at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because coming into last week, we were like very unsure about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And then I think he had his best game of the season because early on the trend was that he would be used early in the game and then they'd get away from him in the second half. They continued to go with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last week. He continues to be used a lot in the passing game, especially near the goal line. I know he's not going to continue scoring touchdowns at this pace, but uh, I, I want to see if they're going to continue to use him throughout the game, keep him getting involved in the passing game, or if we're going to get more of those shenanigans where they turn to Jerick McKinnon in the second half. The usage has been incredibly confusing with CEH because Isaiah Pacheco is also working yes. there as well. But as long as he's scoring touchdowns, I think you just keep riding this train until it isn't working anymore. I'm going to stay with the wide receiver theme, and I'm going to look at Juju Smith-Schuster. And I know he has been incredibly confusing so far this season it has not been what we thought it would be the first four or five weeks of the season but I think this is perhaps a juju week the Raiders are a pretty soft matchup for wide receivers and Patrick Mahomes told us before the season that he was going to spread the football around and get a lot of people involved and yes Travis Kelsey is still going to get his targets but this feels like a week that we see juju really get some work and maybe find the end zone that would be nice if he could find his way in the plus one, I want him to score a touchdown because I have him in some places and that would be cool. But also because Juju always had the most creative celebrations and we haven't gotten to see any of those in a while. I feel like it's been a while since we've had a good Juju Smith Schuster touchdown dance. That's all I want. That's not too much to ask for. All right, back to Twitter to get some more of your questions here on the Q&A show. This one from Amanda, who wants to know, would you trade Chris Godwin for Devonta Smith? I don't think I would. I, I, I mean, maybe a couple of weeks ago I might have, but Godwin was back last week, got his usual usage. And, and I just, we know that he's going to get peppered with targets every week from Tom Brady. I think Devonta Smith is a great talent, but there's other pass catchers around him as well. I think Godwin has a safer target floor on Same. a week-to-week -week basis than Devonta Smith. I don't know who has the higher ceiling. I guess that, I think their ceilings are probably about equal when when they both explode I think they're going to both get the same kind of production from them but I think on a week-to-week -week basis Godwin's a little bit safer so I would hold on to him over Devontae Smith next one this one from Jonathan asking should I start start Ertz or Goddard this week I feel like we talked about this on the NFL fantasy football show 
I know we do so many shows together. It all sort of <laughs> runs together. It all sort of blends. But this is also the Zach Ertz revenge game against the against the Eagles. I I don't know. This is a coin flip for me. What where are you going? I'm going to go with Zach Ertz just because I think his usage is, is a little bit safer because it's like him and Marquise Brown are the pass game there. Goddard has two other receivers, but I, I like like this game should have like a WWE like style trailer coming into it because I think it's a double re- like Goddard wants to be like I, like the Eagles am, made the right I choice. Am, <laughs> I am the king tight end here in Philadelphia. <laughs> I am the like Highlander. There can only be one. There could be only one. I'm going to go with Ertz, too, partially because of just how the Cardinals have played this year, which has been to fall behind at half and then try to furiously rally in the second half, which means they've been very pass-heavy in the second half. The Eagles have thrown the ball effectively, but they also are running the ball really, really well. And I think if they get a lead, which wouldn't be surprising, I think you see them go very heavy. Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts running the ball in the second half, and maybe there aren't as many targets to go around for guys like I, Dallas Goddard. I think the correct answer there is trade one, because yes. this is going to be a headache every week. Every single week. There's probably like eight teams in your league that need a tight end. There are only like four tight ends <laughs> right now in fantasy football. You You're got two, two of them. them. You are sitting on gold, my friend. Go on and trade one. One last question. This one from Austin. Isaiah Pacheco or Tyler Algier? You are in a very deep league, sir. This is the opposite of a humble brag. Yes. <laughs> this is a help. This is what this is. I, I would go with Algier. I, I don't love either of them this week, but I think Algier just is the safer volume play. So at this point, you go with the guy guaranteed to touch the ball. I think that's the case. The guy who's going to get the ball more is Tyler Algier. Isaiah Pacheco's been a night. I, I like watching him run. He, he's got a lot of burst, a lot of excitement, but with Jarek McKinnon there, with CEH there, it's going to be harder for him to get my, touches. My only complaint on Pacheco is his number. Like every time I see a Chiefs he's, number 10, I'm like, 10. that doesn't it's, look right. Yeah, right. And I, maybe it's a trick to make opponents think that Tyreek is back. Like, oh, just line him up wide. Just line him up wide. See if they catch anyone. See if like he gets safety help over there on Isaiah Pacheco, <laughs> something like that. So there we go. Tyler Algier seems to be the answer. Good luck to you, Austin. It's time to take a look at what's going on around the world wide web. This tweet from Xavier kind of started a trend. What hurts more than a breakup? And the NFL Fantasy account responded with round one, Dalvin <laughs> Cook, round two, Alvin Kamara, round three, Kyle Pitts, round four, DJ Moore, round five, Cam Akers, round six, Allen Robinson, round seven, Darnell Mooney, round eight, Russell Wilson. Oof. Yikes. That's very doable, too. I mean, that is very plausible that someone did that in a draft. I, I really hope someone is watching this and they're like, why are you making fun of my team? <laughs> <laughs> You're being blocked and reported. I have seen myself and I don't like it. So that led us to ask the question, what was your worst fantasy draft? I know you and I do a ton of them all throughout the offseason. Do you have one that you remember that was particularly terrible? I had one last year where a bunch of my players got hurt, but I think the worst one I ever did was, uh, this was years ago back when Peyton Manning was with the Colts. I drafted Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, and Jamal Charles as my first three picks. The next day, Peyton Manning had neck surgery, so Reggie Wayne's season was lost. <laughs> and then the first week that week, Jamal Williams, that was the year he got hurt and missed the whole year. And my team, I think I won one game that entire season. Oof. I don't remember exactly who I drafted, but I did have a season where I went I went over. I I did not win a single game. And the worst part was the worst part was that last week when I was about to pull a whole bagel, uh, my opponent comes up to me and he says, 
you know, if you want, I can just sit my whole team for you. I'm like, that's worse than if I would have just <laughs> lost the regular way. I don't want a pity win. That seems terrible. So yeah. that yeah, I don't remember who I had because I tried to blank it out. But that that had to be <laughs> that had to be my worst draft, right? I didn't win a single game, so that had to be the worst one. I, I could tell you one thing that's worse than a breakup. What's that? Spending the entire summer talking up Kadarius Tony and Kyle Pitts because <laughs> that hasn't gone well at all for me. I woke up this morning. I was up early this morning. I see the tweet that Kadarius Tony is injured his other hamstring now while rehabbing the first one. He's not going to play. And then not much longer after that, I see the news that Kyle Pitts has been ruled out this week. And I was like, man, tough scene for Floria. At least with Pitts, it's a new like with Kadarius Tony. It's like, dude, drink some water, stretch. Like, why is every week one? It's a different hamstring each week. Like, come on. The running joke is that he's going to hurt his third hamstring. That's, <laughs> I hope not. I really do. I, I honestly. All, all jokes aside, I, I hope he gets better. I hope he gets out on the field. He really is a dynamic talent. He just hasn't been able to show it because he is continually being injured. Hopefully your lineup isn't injured. Hopefully everybody's healthy and ready to go. By the way, a quick reminder, there is a game early on Sunday in London, 9.30 a.m. kickoff Eastern, 6.30 kickoff uh, Pacific time. As of now, we don't know of anybody who's going to be a surprise and active, but just in case, you should probably pay for Fantasy Plus, the 10 bucks a month. Just have them swap somebody in and out of your lineup as needed. In the meantime, we appreciate you checking us out. Be sure to check us out on Sunday as well for NFL Fantasy Game Day. That one kicks off at noon Eastern time. In the meantime, we appreciate you watching and listening. Enjoy week five, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.